Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio. A different way to heaven was being preached by people who wanted the Gentile believers to follow Jewish laws in order to obtain salvation. And those proclaiming this different way, they believed that faith in Christ was not enough. That a Christian must also follow the Jewish laws and customs, especially the right of circumcision in order to be saved. Now this message, you see, undermined the truth of the good news that salvation is a gift, not a reward. And Jesus Christ has made this gift available to all people, not just to those who are Jewish in orientation. We need to be aware of people who say that more is needed for salvation than faith in Christ. When people set up additional requirements for salvation, they deny the power of Christ, his redemptive work on the cross. This is what Paul the Apostle was facing when he began this letter of Galatians. We've only began it just a few days ago, and we're just in chapter 1, verse 6. Chapter 1 of Galatians, verse 6. And let's begin our reading and says, I am amazed, Paul says, that you are turning away so soon from God who, in his love and mercy, invited you to share the eternal life he gives through Christ. You are already following a different way to heaven, quote unquote, which really doesn't go to heaven at all. For there is no other way than the one we showed you. You are being fooled by those who twist and change the truth concerning Christ. False religion and false representatives of it will always tell you one of two things. One, that evil is in us and that the good is out there. Or two, that the evil is out there and the good is in us. So we gather together in our evil state and we go out to seek to acquire that which is good out there. Or we reject the evil world and we focus on the internal and and try to pull out the good that's inside of us. Problem is, this is not only a false ideal, but it's naive. Because man, all you have to do is read a newspaper to come to the very quick and stark realization that evil is indeed out there, but it's inside of us also. Paul will state the same in this letter, and he says that such is quite obvious. And that's why he says he marvels that they would buy into such a lie. The reality is, the world is bad and we are bad hopelessly bad. So we are left with only one alternative. It's Jesus. We're lost. But this is so often hard to receive in humanity. I mean, it flies in the face of the can-do spirit that lies in each one of us, especially those of us here in the West. I mean, it goes against our childhood programming that a person gets what they deserve. The human philosophies of law and justice, while they're just thrown out, it it scrambles our sensitivity, doesn't it? I mean, no one naturally loves the unlovable. No one loves an evil person. But Scripture tells us that God does. He loves us enough to send His only Son to die for us, and that's just kind of a mind-blower. This is why we seem to naturally struggle against this doctrine of grace, and it's why we so easily slip away from it and back to our feeble attempts to rewrite Beethoven. Paul asked the hard-hitting and implicit question, What's wrong with you guys? 
because they, like so many of us, they began with the understanding of their chronic and terminal state of being, and they ran to the only answer that was out there that was Jesus Christ. But then, inexplicably, somehow, later on, once redeemed, they felt, we felt, that they should, or better yet could, add something to what was already complete and already so very perfect. They forgot who they were. They forgot what they were. We think that because we're saved, that we are now somehow, I don't know, inherently different. That we're now somehow good and we should participate in the authorship of our salvation. But that's where we go wrong. Because we're still evil. We're still bums and we're still without anything to offer Jesus except adoration and worship. Look, the truth is, when it comes to salvation, I'm only a fan. I mean, I can hum a few bars, but he's the star of the show. And I couldn't write that stuff if my life depended on it. Now, make no mistake, there are those out there this morning that want to mess with your head. They are the embodiment of the old adage, misery loves company. And ironically, they kind of need you. They need you to join them in order to make themselves feel like they're on the right path, to justify their actions, to give themselves credibility, to make righteous their philosophies. Troublemakers for Paul, they were seeking recruitments now for their legalism, for their attacks on him. But Paul, well, he wasn't going to stand back and have that. This, by the way, is why they will always send you cloaked emails and offer subtle innuendos against your church and its leadership, you know, when they run into you down at Walmart. Because they need you to join them in their subterfuge in order to ease their cancerous conscience, the the conscience that keeps convicting them of their sin. Because you see, false doctrine always goes along with attacks upon those who would speak contrary to their doctrine. That's why we as Christians, we must never forget and that we are at war. And we can ill afford to bring uh, kind of a life of spiritual uh, land of butterflies and rainbows into all this, you know, where everything is sugar, plums, and glitter. Look, we're evil. The world is evil. We are saved inexplicably by God's grace. We stay saved by God's inexplicable grace, and we exist in God's inexplicable grace. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit believerstogether.com.